Wow. Thank you, Bridge Worship Team, once again for leading us in worship online. This is the Lord's Day. It's the first Sunday in July. We said jump into July with us and you're here and we're jumping into July with faith that will move our decisions. So as we begin the message today, I want you to know that today we are honoring the Lord in communion and we will do communion online at the end of this service with Pastor Rick while we manage those things inside the church as well. But today is a day for us to remember what Jesus did and why he did it so that we could have faith, so that we could walk in victory. So will you just pray with me right now? Will you lift your hands and just say, Lord, let your word speak to my life. Give me clarity about decisions and how faith moves my decisions towards God's plan for my life. So, Father, today I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the message of the word and the Holy Scripture. I thank you for the testimonies that I've heard from people saying we're back in the house of God. We our faith is strong. The word of God has changed me during this time of coronavirus. And so, Lord, I thank you that those things that the enemy means for harm, you turn for our good when we trust you, when we ask you to guide our decisions. Illuminate your word today, I pray in Jesus name. Look at somebody and say, he's going to speak to me. Amen. Tell somebody you're watching. Even if it's just yourself, God is going to speak to me. So today, as we start Faith Moves Our Decisions, I have a subtitle, In God's Eyes and the Eyes of the People. And you'll see why I say that in just a minute. Let's look at our verse of the month, Proverbs 3, verses 3 through 6 says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Now I want you to look at what the message version says. It's a little more modern day translation. The message version of Proverbs 3 says this, don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. Tie them around your neck, carve the initials on your heart, earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. Verse five, trust God from the bottom of your heart Listen for God's voice in everything you do, every decision you make, and everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. So this morning, I have some questions for us. How does faith move our decisions? It depends on who and what you have faith in. If you choose to have faith in God, then your decisions for your life, your daily choices, Everything will come from that place of trusting God and living my life for him. How does faith move this decision? Today, I want to speak to three places right now in our current world where I believe we are being forced to choose our decision on how we see life for every decision we make. The enemy, remember this, the enemy of your soul is not another human being. 
the enemy of your soul is in the spiritual realm. He wants to make us confused, disturbed, but God wants us to live in peace. You can live in peace even if you have to make difficult decisions. So the first thing I want us to look at is the word pandemic. That's a current word right now. Do you know the definition of pandemic is rampant, pervasive disease with widespread effects? I have some choices to make about how this pandemic is going to affect my decisions as a follower of Christ. The second thing we're experiencing is pandemonium. Do you know the definition of pandemonium? It means disorder, uproar, chaos, and turmoil. And that can be a pandemonium in your home, if all the toddlers have thrown all the toys at one time. It could be pandemonium in our cities where there is an uproar and chaos and turmoil. I have some decisions to make when these things are a part of the world in which I live. But there's a third place where I can rest my decisions. That's a place of peace. So I've got pandemic with widespread effects. I've got pandemonium with chaos and turmoil. And I've got peace, which means freedom from disturbance. Tranquility, as we say in Italian, tranquillita. Calm with no anxious or angry thoughts. Peace. Now, I want us to look back at the scripture, Proverbs 3, 5 3, verse 3 through 6. And I want us to examine from the message version some things I feel like the Lord wants to say about our decisions in this process. Number one, don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. So think about this, not what is love, but who is love. The Bible says God is love. So Proverbs is saying, don't lose my grip on God. In other words, he's in control of my life. If my faith is in God, in Christ alone, I put my trust. Don't lose your grip on love. Don't lose your grip on God. The second thing it says is to keep your loyalty to God. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. So where's my loyalty? It's to God. It's not to people first. It's to God first. It's to his ways. It's to his character. It's to his word. You see, in the middle of pandemic and pandemonium and all the politics that go on in the world, it would be easy to hear a lot of voices and to find ourselves distracted and disturbed. But this morning, if faith is going to move the decisions that you make about what you say and where you go in God's eyes and the eyes of the people, don't lose your grip on the loyalty in the right place. Love and loyalty to God and God alone. The next thing it says in our passage is to trust God. Don't try to figure everything out. See, faith moves my decisions when I trust the Lord for my decisions. That's his job to figure everything out. So I take in the information. Pastor Rick often says, let's make a list. The pros, the cons, the pluses, the minuses. And then we say, God, give us wisdom. We can't possibly know all of the answers to what if later, right? We can only know what was. We can examine it. We can know what is. The one thing I can know is that if I don't follow God, 
I'm for sure going to live in turmoil. If I don't follow God, I am not going to make heaven my home. If I don't follow God and his ways for my life, at some point in time, I'm going to become disillusioned with people because there are no perfect people. But there is a perfect God. So when I put my trust in God alone, and I don't try to figure everything out. I use the wisdom that he's given me. And then I say, God, I'm leaving you with the rest. I trust you for this decision. And he will make our path straight. The next thing the scripture tells us is to listen for his voice in everything. You see, sometimes we think I'm going to make a decision, but this isn't spiritual. This isn't a decision about church. I don't need to ask my pastor about this or my Christian friends. Guess what? If I've chosen to keep my grip on love and loyalty, to have God in my life, then I must look at somebody, look in the mirror and say, I must. I must listen for his voice in everything. He'll show me. Sometimes there'll be something I see in the beautiful scenery around me here in Rome. And it's just like the Lord's voice saying to me, I put you here. I wanted you to love it here. I'm with you here. See, God speaks to us in the things that he creates, people and places and nature. But God has a voice in my life if I'm listening. You can't separate yourself from his voice if you want your faith in him to be strong. It's not like I'm going to work today, so I'm, I'm taking you off, Jesus. I'll talk to you later. No, I put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I put on the spiritual armor every day, but I've taken Jesus every minute of every second of every hour to live in my heart and my life i must hear his voice i can't separate him from the circumstances that are going on around me i don't have to isn't that amazing i don't have to separate him i can be in the middle of pandemic i can be in the middle of pandemonium and i can choose peace because the christ that lives within me is over all of those things and he gives me the peace in the decisions I have to make. And when I try to separate my life, it becomes very confusing. Somebody asked me one time, what hat are you wearing? I said, you know what? I always wear the same hat. It's the hat that's really a crown. It's the daughter of the most high. I'm the princess of the king of kings. You're a man. You're the prince of the king of kings. You're a woman. You're the princess of the king of kings. But yes, we wear different um, jobs and responsibilities. But every day I wear my royalty in Christ. I don't take that off. I don't separate my circumstances from the voice of God who will give me the voice of decision that I need. He gives me the mercy that I need for the middle. I want to say it again. He gives me the mercy that I need for the middle. You see, I can choose peace and be in a pandemic. I can have pandemonium around me and care about many things, social justice and making a difference and an impact. But I still can't separate myself from the love and the nature and the character of Christ and his voice. He gives me mercy in the middle of my circumstance. I know there are some of you facing difficult circumstances. God will give you the voice you need. You see, if you find wisdom in man or medicine or, or movements made by man, you will ultimately find yourself confused in turmoil, frustrated in things that are erasing peace at every turn. Verse four says, you will live in the eyes of God and of people. Your decisions will be seen as examples of his love, of his peace. 
of his purpose, of his lordship over your life. I want people to know God's in charge of me. And I'm not going to make a decision without praying about it, without listening to the voice of God. There's a, an author who wrote in her book, Made to Move Mountains. Isn't that awesome? This year we're talking faith moves the mountains. Her name is Kristen Welch. And she says in her book, life is an incredible journey with ups and downs. We soar. We love it. We struggle. We scale and we stumble. I don't like the stumble. And often we stand at the edge of a cliff, afraid to step into the unknown, unsure of where we will land. You heard Pastor Rick say it last week. I've said it for many years. You can step out on nothing and feel it become something when your faith in your decision is not in you, but it's in the one who is carrying you on this path, on this journey. So we can stand firm in God and muster the faith we need to take the steps of decision. Sometimes the decision might actually be to pause. And I believe this may be prophetic for someone watching this right now. You've been feeling like I gotta hurry up and decide, I gotta hurry up and move, I gotta hurry up and act. Maybe today the decision God is saying is, wait a minute, pause in my presence. When God is in the midst of your decision, there's peace, not turmoil. There is not pandemic and pandemonium in the child of God's life when they make a decision that is based on God's leading and the Holy Spirit doesn't mean we won't feel uh, anxious and excited about the unknown and the future ahead. But sometimes we make a decision to pause. Not every decision is a yes or I will. Sometimes the decision is a no or I'm not sure yet. And those are good things because we listen to the Lord. Because we were made to move mountains. God made us with courage. I want to say that again. Because we were made to move mountains. He wouldn't have gave it this scripture. Faith to move a mountain. If he didn't intend us to face a mountain. And to move the mountain. And to see the mountain come down. So that means our faith. To move our decisions needs to be strong. And our path needs to be straight towards the power giver. The enemy wants to sidetrack you. He wants you to say. Oh yeah I'm going after God. But wait I got to go do all these things. God wants you to go towards Jesus in everything. Will this bring me closer to him? So while we're waiting to do something important out there, God is actually doing something important in here. While we're waiting to do something important out there, God wants to do something important in here, in our heart, in our mind. We talked last month about the faith that moves the healing and the health of our mind, body, and spirit. Story after story reminds us in the Bible how God actually allowed his people to be uncomfortable, impositioned, only to position them for great decisions and great destiny. So you think about, he allowed Joseph to be uncomfortable in a prison to position him for a palace assignment. He watched as Daniel was about to be lion's food only to proclaim his glory in the deliverance. He positioned Mary from a dirty, unknown, stable, you could say even homeless, to see the Messiah released from an empty tomb. And he will do the same for me and you. See, God allows some uncomfortability to be a part of pandemic, to be a part of pandemonium, because he wants his glory and his peace to be revealed through the journey. 
He wants us to be his ambassadors of hope and life and love and grace and peace. God often allows us to be impositioned or uncomfortable in our work, in our health. There are times when our sickness is not cured instantaneously in our lives because he's preparing us to reveal his glory. You know Pastor Rick's story, and it was over a year, and that's not really a very long time for some people who deal with health issues for a long time. But during that year, so many people were a part of the journey that when God did the miracle, they saw the glory of God, and they're still hearing the testimony of God's got this. I have people writing me every week who have encountered some new crisis, some new pandemic or pandemonium in their situation. And they write me and say, I remember the testimony. God's got this and I'm trusting God for the decisions I have to make during this difficult time. It means that we're seeing things from God's eyes and we're listening to God's voice when faith moves our decisions. And we're using his guide, the book, the Bible to make the decisions. Our verse says you will find favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. That sounds important to me, but you cannot ignore the order. God first, then a result of our life brings him glory. Yes, we will have favor with man. Yes, God will elevate your influence and he will promote your testimony. But you can't get it out of order. Faith moves my decisions when I have God first. In the sight of God, is he pleased with me and man? So I have some questions for you this morning. You'll see them at the bottom of the screen there. Questions for your decisions to ask yourself before you let the pandemic and pandemonium destroy your peace, destroy your dreams, destroy your destiny. Many of us probably felt like some things were put on hold, but I actually think it was one of those God moments where God allowed us to pause. So many people have told me during this time as they have saturated themselves in the word of God and the presence of God while they've been isolated at home, that it's actually grown their faith, that they actually hear God's voice more. And so God promises that we will be able to trust when we make decisions. But here's the questions for decisions. Will what I say, because decisions mean I'm going to say something. Will what I say bring people to know the love of Christ in my conversation? Is your talk bringing people to know the love of Christ or the, the fear of man or the fear of pandemic? Be careful of what you say. Will what I do bring him honor and whose name am I promoting? You know, we work for different companies. And sometimes if we work for, let's say, for example, Apple, and we're going to promote the Apple computer and the MacBook and the iPhone. And so we're going to talk about Apple a lot. But you know what? As a Christ follower, I never want the MacBook to take more precedent over what I promote than Jesus. Whatever your job is, you may be promoting health and wellness and well-being. You may be promoting technology. But in everything you do and say, are you promoting Christ? Whose name are you promoting? Someone who's working just recently told me that they've changed during this time of uh, pandemic and quarantine. And some of their colleagues and friends said, you talk differently. You're, you're acting differently. You, you have a peace about you. They're promoting Jesus in the middle of doing their daily work. 
That's how we know we're making God decisions. Will the choice propel my God-given destiny or will it ignore it? And I speak to people of all ages because we're not done until we reach that throne. And every time you're about to make a decision to change the trajectory of your life, your work, your career, your studies, your university, listen, ask yourself, is this choice gonna propel my God-given destiny or is it going to ignore it? Maybe someone has been given a talent, a beautiful talent. Maybe it's art or music and they know that that's their talent and they're to go to university and study their talent. And they've decided, oh, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I don't wanna go to university. And they set their talents and their God-given destiny on a shelf. They say, I'm done with drawing. I'm done with, I'm not gonna sing anymore. I'm gonna set that aside. Listen, if God has given you a talent for engineering, God is positioning you to be around people that are problem solvers. He wants you to be where you are. Don't let the pandemic and pandemonium sidetrack you from your God-given destiny. So ask yourself, will this choice propel my God-given destiny and talents? He gave them to you. He wants you to use them. Don't put them on the shelf. Finally, do I have peace after my choice or will I be in confusion? It's a good question. If you feel like you're gonna make this decision but you're gonna be in turmoil and it doesn't feel right and your stomach hurts and you just absolutely can't do it and you've met with a spiritual advisor and a mentor and you've gotten feedback and you, you know, either you know that you're supposed to do this and some of it is just some common nervousness or you haven't met with anybody, you don't know, you haven't figured it out and you're in turmoil, then maybe the answer to the decision is pause. Pause and seek counsel. Pause and seek the word of God. You can find answers in the word of God. And here, I want you to know, God also has a promise. He said in the sight of God and men. So what does he promise? When I make the decision to follow his lead, when I make decisions based on my faith in Christ, here are the promises that God has for you. He will keep me out of confusion. He will make a way through the crowd. Can you imagine the woman in the crowd trying to get just to the hem of, of his garment, just to get a decision for healing the man who was lowered in from, from the roof above? But when God is moving on our decisions, he makes a way through the crowd. So don't feel like you're going to be lost in the crowd. You call on his name, he's going to allow you to touch the hem of his garment. You hear me? He's going to allow you to touch the hem of his garment. He makes a way through the crowd of noise and confusion for you to hear his voice. He will sustain me with grace. His joy will be my strength. It's such a powerful verse in the Bible. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So don't let pandemic and pandemonium steal your joy for life, your joy for living. If all of a sudden you're angry and fretful and fearful, that's not God. The joy of the Lord is our strength and the enemy wants to steal our joy. So we put on the garment of praise when we have a spirit of heaviness. I'm not saying that there are times in our life when we pray and we have a sense of interceding on behalf of the turmoil of our brothers and sisters in the world, and we do carry one another's burdens. But listen, I can carry that burden to the cross and lay it there and walk away with joy. And so can you. The joy of the Lord is his promise. His peace will be your protection. 
wherever you go. If you go in the hospital, if you have to have a procedure done, if you've had to have surgery, his peace will protect your mind, body, and spirit. God is with you. His love will surround me on all sides. For those who may feel alone in this season and you felt isolated, his love will surround you. I have literally physically felt the love of God's arms around me in a supernatural way on several occasions in my life. As I said, God, I need to know I'm not alone. And he came and his presence was there. He will keep my path straight, not crooked. You know, uh, if you've ever had motion sickness, you get in a car and you go around that windy road and then you're like, oh, I feel so sick, I feel so nauseous. He gives us a straight path. It may have some ups and downs. It may be like a roller coaster, but he keeps our path straight. He knows where he's taking us. Even the detour can be God ordained if we're trusting in the Lord in every decision. So don't fret over the detours of life. Don't fret over the detours of life. God will make your path straight as you trust in him. He will strengthen us for the purpose ahead. When you wake up and say, I can't do this day, that's probably a good thing because what that means is greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And in my weakness, he's made strong. So I say, Lord, I can't do the day, but you can. So his strength will see me through the purposes that he has for my life. He will give us the faith to move a mountain. It might be move a chair, it might be move a car, it might be move a job, it might be move a country, it might be move a family, it might be um, move a medical decision, but he will give you the faith to move your mountains when you trust in him. And lastly, I wanna leave you with this verse because it's not my words today that matter, it's God's word. And God has a word for each of us. He wants faith to move our decisions. He wants us to look at pandemic and pandemonium in the world through the lens of God's eyes. In the sight of God to see peace and purpose and to find joy and grace and love. So God says to you and to me today, as we remember Jesus, even in Holy Communion today online, that we remember the work that Jesus did on this cross that's behind me. He went to that cross. That's a beautiful cross. You know, his cross didn't look beautiful like that. It was rugged and torn and, and splintered and bloody. Sometimes it's messy when we make decisions, but he did it. He conquered it all on the cross. And so here's what he says to you in case you're unsure about the faith that you have to move the decisions. Ephesians 3.20 from the Passion Translation. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all these things. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Woohoo! That is an amazing scripture. That is an amazing translation that I don't have to doubt God's power to help me when I make decisions and that he will go beyond my greatest request, my most unbelievable dream. He will exceed that. For his miraculous power constantly, say constantly, energizes me and you. 
So this morning, as we close in prayer, and you're going to pray with me in just a few moments, maybe you're going to pray that prayer to invite Jesus to be in charge of your life and your decisions. Maybe you haven't done that. Maybe you say, oh, yes, I believe in God and I went to church, but you've never really talked to Jesus as the Lord of your life. You've never really said, God, what do you want me to do? This morning, God wants to be the Lord and the love of your life. So, Father, right now, I pray for every person watching and listening to this message now and later on replay. That they will know you had a word for them. That you are speaking to them. That their faith in Jesus Christ will change their destiny. And you will bless them beyond their wildest dreams. And so, Lord, right now, I pray for those who need to invite Jesus to be in charge of their life. It's so simple. You just say, dear Jesus, you say it. Dear Jesus, come into my life. Come into my life. Take all of me. Forgive me and wash me of all my disobedience, of all my doubts. I trust you, Lord, and I give you all of me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer with us, there's a, a, an email and a website that you can go to. We even have a care ministry that's going to be starting where you can go into a prayer room later and you can talk with someone about how we navigate these decisions. But I also want to pray for those who have been following Christ and pandemic and pandemonium and turmoil has really been a part of your life in 2020. You know, so many of us said at the beginning of last year, 2020, we want God's vision. We want to do it God's ways. And all of a sudden it seems like, wow, where is the Lord? I can tell you from testimonies, he's been right there with you. Every person who has called on the name of Jesus has heard his voice. They felt his presence. They've experienced his peace. And they've grown in their knowledge of the word and following Jesus in this time. I've had people who got new jobs during pandemic. I've had people who got promotions during pandemic. I've had people who've sold houses and bought houses and are in the middle of transferring. I've had people who were at death's door from sickness and disease and God has raised them up and is restoring their life and their health. God is no respecter of persons. So for you that have been walking with Jesus, but you would say, Pastor Jen, I'm weary. I'm tired. I don't maybe have the joy and the strength for every decision. Listen to me. My grandmother was 102 years old when she went to be with Jesus. And I never, ever, ever saw her quit or give up on her faith in Christ. When she lost her eyesight, when she lost my mother, her daughter, to a tragic um, car accident when she lost her first husband of 50 years and her second husband of almost 30 years, when she lost her hearing and she couldn't hear anymore. I never saw her quit ministering. She kept going to church. She kept praying for people. She had life group in her home. She never quit trusting God for the next decision. So whatever you're experiencing today, even this week, you may be having to make decisions about your health, about operations, about treatment, about financial decisions. And today, I believe the Lord wanted to remind you, you can have peace. And if you don't have peace, practice the pause. Stay in his presence. He will give you the peace. 
So right now, I want to pray a supernatural peace and purpose over the next decisions you make. Father, I pray right now for my friends who are in a season where they normally would be making decisions about transition, moving, it's summer. What will I do in the fall? Where will I go to university? What job will I take? What place will I live in? God, I pray right now in a supernatural way, you would remind each of us that you give us the faith to move our decisions in peace and purpose. Peace and purpose. And the joy of the Lord will be our strength, no matter what pandemic rages, no matter what pandemonium rages. God, let each believer, each follower of Christ know that today you have positioned them where they are right now for such a time as this, to be a voice of influence, to be a voice of hope, to promote the name of Jesus Christ, to lift high what Jesus did on the cross, not only 2,000 years ago, but what he continues to do as he stands at the right hand of God the Father, making intercession for you. When you don't know how to pray, God is saying, God, Father God, we need to handle this. Holy Spirit, we need to send the comforter. We need to be a part of this decision. All you have to do is speak the name of Jesus and his peace and his purpose will empower your faith to make those God-given decisions that are going to change not only your destiny, but the life of someone else as they find Jesus too. I love you. I pray you have an amazing week. God bless you. Share your story with someone else for God's glory. In God's eyes and in the eyes of man, you will find favor. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Jen. Wow, what a word. Great word to start this month. Faith moves our decisions. And when you think about the decisions that we make in life, the decision that the Lord made to go to the cross was probably the most important decision in the world in a life. Because when he chose to go to the cross, he was saying to the world, I will die for the sins of all mankind. You know, the Last Supper is a historic day, a meal that Jesus had with his disciples. There's a lot of accounts of this, but I wanted to speak for just a moment on this part of it. Jesus was with his disciples For this time. And the Lord was around the closest friends that he had on the planet. The ones he had handpicked to be his disciples. And he was saying, hey guys, I'm about to die. But you've been trained. You've been equipped. There's some direction that I'm leaving you so that when you go on, everything's going to be okay. And the church will be established. And one of the things that he was reminding them of, that reminds us that the communion is something we do in remembrance of what the Lord has done. So as we partake 
of this communion today. I know it's online and, you know, you just rushed out and grabbed a juice and a cracker and now you're back at your seat. But I wanted us this month, in the midst of all that's going on all over the world, that we really focus in on the remembering of what Jesus Christ has done for the world. He died. But he didn't stay dead. Three days later, he came back to life. And he was reminding his disciples that there's more going to happen in the story and you're going to be a part of this story. Like he's reminding us today, we're a part of this story, but we have to remember what he's done. This supreme sacrifice. So the Bible says in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. This bread is a representation of his body. He took stripes upon his back for the healing of all mankind. Not just our physical bodies, but our mental bodies, our spiritual bodies. He took it. His body was broken. He said, take it. This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, today for our friends that are partaking of communion, I pray, oh God, if there be any sick amongst us, that they will be healed. No matter what country, no matter how far away they're watching, no matter what time zone they're watching in, that as they hear this prayer, if they are sick, I pray in Jesus' name that the prayer of faith will raise them up. Thank you, Lord, for this broken body that you gave so willingly for all mankind. And we thank you for it, Jesus. Can we partake of the bread together, please? Hallelujah. 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 There's a hymn that was going through my mind earlier today. The hymn talks about, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. See, if you're going to have decisions that you're making in your life, you need Jesus. You need him to help you every moment of every day. I need thee. Every hour I need thee. That's what he was basically saying to his disciples. Look, guys, you're going to need me. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit and he's going to empower you to do this. So don't think you're going to have to do this by yourself. I'm going to be with you. So he said, look, take this cup. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do in remembrance. You're going to drink this in remembrance of what you've seen. 
what you are part of. I am grateful that my sins are washed away. I pray today as you are partaking in this communion, you're sitting there saying, I'm grateful, I'm thankful. The Bible says, examine yourself. Look inside. If there be any wicked way, there anything that needs to, you ask Christ to forgive you. Do it now. Jesus, come into our lives, change us, take away our sins. Lord, forgive us. Lord, I'm thankful today for your blood, which cleanses us from all wrongdoing. Thank you, Lord, for what you've left us. Thank you, what you have given us. Thank you, what you're building for us. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Can we drink of the cup together, please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's just take a moment and thank the Lord right there, right in your office or in your home, wherever you're watching this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for being a part of ICF Rome World, <laughs> one of our online viewers and campuses. You know, today I want to just encourage you, just as Pastor Jen prayed that you have a great week, I, I pray that as I give this last blessing, that you will go forth this week and be, as Pastor Jen said, his ambassadors. You have a message to tell. God needs you to speak truth and speak what is right. Represent him. So Lord, today, bless my friends. Take care of them as they go through this journey. God, keep their paths straight. Help them not to wander off and get lost. Lord, help them to follow you. Seek after you. I pray blessings upon them. Meet every need of their life. And I bless them today in the name of the Father, name of the Son, and name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, church. Be sure to look at the directions at the end of this cast and, and make sure that you're a participant in our online giving and, and prayer. And there's so many things for you to do. And just go to the websites and there'll be stuff listed there afterwards. Just get involved and be a part of what God is doing around our world. God bless you. I pray you have a great week.